let's talk about God, man, church, belief, and everything in between. I am Dabs, and welcome to Theology Tambayan. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we thank you for this night. We ask that you may bless us with understanding, bless us with a new way of looking at things, to appreciate the ordinary uh, grace that we receive each day and each moment. Lord, may we be like your Father here on earth, St. Joseph, that is silent, guardian, protecting the most vulnerable, and always upholding integrity and love. This we pray in your most holy name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good evening, friends. Um, welcome to Theology Tambayan. Before I start talking about St. Joseph, um, gusto ko lang share na in the past days, uh, ano, I've been thinking, what sets Theology Tambayan over the other lives or blogs na meron na ba? Meron na about the Catholic faith? Or ano ba talaga yung gusto kong gawin bilang isang tao? Ano yung calling and charism ko? And I realized that my calling and charism is not to be a theologian. Uh, I can do that on my time. But my calling and charism is to be a storyteller. Uh, my, my, my goal is not to discuss theology to you, but to make it accessible to everyone. So, kung naghahanap po kayo dito ng mga Bible verses, arguments, and etc., etc., about apologetics and everything, I'm afraid you won't find them here. <laughs> Because hindi yun yung content na feeling kong gusto kong gawin. Although there was a time na yun yung hilig ko, I think my my content is more about understanding theology in the everyday things. Understanding theology in the mundane, in the ordinary. Understanding the presence of God in the most simple things. And diving into these things, na katulad ng heaven and hell, katulad ni St. Joseph, in a bird's eye view kind of way, in a non-scholarly way, in a more of a storyteller way, na medyo accurate pa rin naman. Okay? So, yung feeling ko po, yun yung ano, theology tambayan. As I try to make sense of what the identity of this podcast is, what the identity of these lives are, feeling ko, it's all about telling a story. And, um, yun po yung feeling ko niche ko as a content creator. I am not a inspirational speaker. <laughs> I'm not a motivational speaker like <laughs> uh, yung macho na yun. <laughs> I am not a theological speaker. Uh, I'm not an apologist. I think I am a storyteller. Uh, I tell stories. And this particular story that I want to tell you tonight is all about St. Joseph. Okay, so that's why the topic for tonight is The Holy Carpenter. A theology of St. Joseph. Alam niyo po, my dear brothers and sisters, actually, there is a formal uh, term for the theology of St. Joseph or the study of St. Joseph, and that is Josephology. Okay? Again, Josephology. It is the study of St. Joseph, the husband of Mary, and the mother of Jesus. Okay? And before we begin, okay, before we begin, let's discuss, sino ba yung Joseph na tinutukoy ko? Okay. 
Uh, pwede, pwede ka pa naman maging macho motivation speaker. <laughs> pwede, James. I-plug natin yung ano na yun, yung shop feeling. Plano kong bumili. Okay lang ba? Papala mo sa asawa kung pwede bumili. Papakita ko sa iyo mamaya yun. Yung isasot mo, tapos lalaki yung katawan mo. <laughs> okay, sige. Uh, baka next time, pang-trip lang. <laughs> so, as we talk about si Joseph, the worker. Okay, si Joseph the worker. Let's talk about sino ba tong si Joseph na tinutukoy natin kasi ang daming Joseph sa mundo. May Joseph na comedian, may Joseph na diyan sa kanto. And let's talk about si Joseph the husband of Mary, the father of Jesus. Saint Joseph was a Jew who lived in the uh er, 2000 years ago in uh the area of Judea in Israel. And si Joseph is very interesting person because kilala natin siya sa Biblia pero actually, bihira ka makaki- wala ka makikita na salita niya. It was always um, he is one of the most uh, obscure persons in the Bible because may significance siya pero hindi mo magets bakit walang sinulat na salita niya. Walang sinabi ko gano siya ka-holy, gano siya ka-dignified. Hindi siya masyado na-discuss. And kung mapapansin nyo, mas may theology on Mama Mary, on Jesus, or even on the saints, more than St. Joseph. And you, you need to ask the question, why? Why is there a need for us to develop Josephology now? Bakit in the early Christian churches, in the early Christian centuries, why wasn't the theology of St. Joseph developed? Well, during those times, medyo magulo. <laughs> magulo ang simbahan. Uh, magulo ang simbahan. Maraming mga Christian heresies na nagsisisulputan doon, mga malinturo. So the church was very busy. So yung energy ng church is focused more on proving who Jesus is, who Mary is in relation to Jesus, who God is. So hindi masyado na-develop yung study of St. Joseph. Although meron ng devotions during that time of St. Joseph, hindi siya kasing lalim ng development the same way as the Mariology or Christology, which was heavily developed. And there's a reason why. Because they needed to discuss the nature of Christ and Mary to understand Jesus deeply in the whole economy of salvation, in the whole story of salvation, crucial kasi si, Ma- si, Maria, si, si Maria yung nagdala kay Jesus. So it is important for, for them to understand who Mary is in relation to Jesus. Kaya mas na-develop ang Mariology over Josephology. Na-develop ang Christology over Josephology because um, mas crucial yun nung time na yun. At yun yung mas maraming maling turo. So, Ibig sabihin mga kapatid, yan po yung isa sa mga pagkukulang na hindi nabigyan masyado ng focus because um, ano siya eh, tawag dito, um, he is just a simple man. Wala ka nga mabasang words niya eh. So hindi siya masyado nabigyan ng diin. What we know about St. Joseph besides from scripture is drawn for from church traditions Uh, apocryphal writings, ibig sabihin mga kasulatan na hindi naaprubahan sa kanon ng scripture, kwento-kwento, legends, and etc. etc. So it will be di- really difficult to actually develop a comprehensive um, theology of St. Joseph. Ayan, hello! Ayan, naputol ako friends. 
Ano po yung huli yung ano yung huli kong na kwento? Am I live again? Uh, to my lovely wife. Uh, live na po ba ulit ako? Hindi <laughs> ko kasi makita ko live na ako ulit. So nawala ako eh. Ayan. Okay, I'm live. Okay. Sige. Hello po ulit sa lahat. Sorry na putol po ako. Uh, shout out sa mga taong kakasali lang. So Can you help me, friends? Ano yung huli ko pong sinabi? <laughs> Para lang doon ako mag-jump off ulit. Ano po yung naputol? Can you chat in the comments? Uh, ano yung huli nyo na lang na naaalalang sinabi ko po? Ano? Doon sa kung bakit siya difficult. Ayun. A develop. Okay, so ito friends, it's difficult to develop a comprehensive theology of St. Joseph kasi nga yung sources natin ay limitado. Unlike Mary and Jesus na very wide ang resources at ilang taon ang inano, inabot, St. Joseph was, well, nakalimutan. Medyo nakalimutan. Pero he was there. He was there. Hindi lang nabigyan ng so much focus. But you know, that's so characteristic of St. Joseph. That's so characteristic because St. Joseph is not the one who likes to be in the limelight. And as a person, it was always, he was always there to support. Supporting character siya sa kwento ni Maria at sa kani Cristo. Or overall sa kwento ni Cristo. And that is so characteristic of him. So, join me tonight as we talk about... Um, A bit of Josephology, a bit of understanding St. Joseph. And I hope you will enjoy, enjoy tonight and ask your questions as well. Okay? So, magda-dive right in na tayo. Um, first thing that we need to know is this. Ano ba yung significance sa lineage ni St. Joseph? Okay. Dap, dati lagi itong pinag, pinag-uusapan, di ba? Na si Jesus is the son of David. It is said in the prophecies of the Old Testament that the Messiah will come from the line of David. If hindi siya galing sa linya ni David, he is not the Messiah. So it is very crucial for Jesus to come from the line of David. Okay? It is very crucial for Jesus to come from the line of King David and to be born as a son of David because the Messiah will come from David. Ngayon, St. Joseph was actually, okay, was actually a descendant of King David. Okay? Maraming genealogy and lineage ano, sa scriptures that traces David, uh, uh, Joseph's lineage to King David. Pero one thing is interesting about this. First, okay, first, um, si Matthew, tinawag niya yung pangalan ng father ni Joseph as Jacob. Okay? In Matthew 1, chapter 16. But Luke called the father of Joseph Heli. So, magtataka kayo, bakit magkaiba yung pangalan ni Joseph? nung tatay ni Joseph. Yung isa, Jacob. Yung isa, Hilay. Ito pa, second thing that's interesting. Kung titignan nyo yung dalawang genealogies of Christ in Matthew and Luke, in Matthew, they trace it back 
to Nathan. In Luke, they trace it back to Solomon. So, there's a contradiction. Bakit dun sa isang gospel, si Joseph, sa linya na anak ni David kay Solomon, dun naman sa isang gospel, anak daw ni Nathan, na anak rin ni David. So, why is it like that? Why is there contradiction? Well, according to a book by Father Maurice Meschler, a Jesuit, in his book, The Truth About St. Joseph, The reason why this came to be was that the natural father of Joseph was Jacob. And sa Jewish tradition, pag namatay yung asawa ng babae, yung kapatid ng asawa will take the place the brother of of the husband's uh, ay, the brother of the ano, husband Okay, the brother of the husband will become the new husband. Okay? So, ibig sabihin, tatay ni Joseph, by natural, by birth, ay si Jacob. Pero, nung namatay si Jacob, nag-asawa ulit yung nanay ni Joseph, yung kapatid ni Jacob, na si Hilay. Okay? Or cousin, or ano. So, what? So, Hilay became Joseph's legal father. So, what is this significance? Well, the significance of this that the two branches of David's family is merged into one. So, yung branch kasi ng linya ni David, marami siyang anak, si Solomon, Nathan, ayan. Kumalat yan. Nagkalat yan. Pero, when the time Jesus came, it united again through Joseph. So, Joseph became the rightful heir to the throne of David. Joseph was royal blood. Ngayon, ito yung interesting part. If Joseph, alam nyo ba, dapat prinsipe or hari si Joseph ay yung mga kamag-anak niya sa Israel, sa Judea. Yes, they should have been kings or princes. But why? Why are they not the king during that time? Bakit si Herod? Ayun. That's the interesting question. Bakit nung time ni Jesus, ang hari ay si Herod at hindi si Joseph? Well, remember, there was a time that the Jews were exiled. The sons and daughters of King David was scattered. And If you will read the book of Maccabees, you will see the story of the Jews in exile who fought and fought. And eventually, yung mga anak ni David, yung mga rightful heirs sa thrones, medyo naalipusta. May ibang pamilyang nag-take up ng arms at nakuha ang Judea at nakipag-partner sa Roma. Kanino? The half-Jew, half-barbarian, Herod. The family of Herod. And that's why the, the throne of Judea was not with Joseph during that time. Kasi yung, yung linya ni David, okay, yung linya ni David na alipusta, natapon, ina, nagkalimutan na, tapos nagtatago sila. Kasi nga, 
alam nung Herod na sila yung rightful heir sa throne. So, kailangan niyang ubusin yung mga yun. So, anong nangyari dun sa mga descendants si David? Nagtago. Siyempre, ayaw nilang maging rival claimant. And at the same time, it was prophesied that the Messiah will come from their line. So, kailangan, nila pat- kailangan silang patayin or something. They needed to be stopped. And Rome won't alive, allow for another king. And so, that's why Herod was the king of Judea. Not Joseph during that time. Kahit na si Joseph yung karapat dapat. So, Jesus was born in royal blood. Pero what St. Joseph gave Jesus was impoverished royalty. Hindi pinigay ni Joseph kay Jesus yung royalty of material world, but a royalty that is of blood, of heart. And when Jesus, ito ah, that's the reason why Jesus chose Joseph and Mary. Joseph was chosen. Joseph is not random na nagkataon lang na nandun. Parte rin siya dun sa mga pinili ng Panginoon sa kwento ng salvation. If Mary had a fiat, if Mary had yes, St. Joseph as well needed to say yes. Okay? It's one of the major clarifications that we need to bring. Joseph was not a random dude. <laughs> He was chosen. And because of Joseph's royal blood, the Messiah, through by the adoption of Joseph as the father of the Messiah, because he is the husband of Mary, Jesus was born as royalty in the line of David. And the Messiah, this is what the Messiah wanted. He did not want to be born in a world like a prince. He wanted to be born in the world like a servant. In other words, a servant yet a king. That is what happened. That is the story. So, bakit crucial na ipanganak si Jesus under Saint, uh, under Mary with St. Joseph? Crucial yun dahil kailangan ipinanganak si Jesus under the line of David. If pinanganak lang siya kay Mary at yung asawa ni Mary hindi under David, it would hindi siya posible. It, the, the, the mission would have failed because that was not the promise. Hindi yun yung Messiah. So, kung si Joseph, hinindian niya si Mary, may chance na hindi ripinanak si Kristo. Another thing about Joseph that you may need to know, my dear friends. Joseph, okay, Joseph, hindi natin alam kung matanda talaga siya or hindi. Marami sa atin nagdidepict that Joseph was old. di ba? Pero actually, contested yung age niya. May mga nagsasabi na old na siya kasi nag-asawa siya ng iba, bago kay Mary, tapos yung si Mary na uh, hindi na sila nagkaanak except kay Jesus. Yeah, th- those are stories. Those are uh, speculations. Pero actually, Joseph wasn't old. There's a possibility that he wasn't old. Um, there's a possibility, friends, that 
Kasi in the early church, they were making icons of Mary, Jesus, and Joseph. And Joseph was unbearded. Wala siyang beard. <laughs> He was seen as a young man. And in tradition, okay, in tradition, you are betrothed. Mary was 13 or 14 during that time. She was betrothed to an older man around 17 to, to mid-twenties. So there's a chance na hindi yan 18 years old. Ay, 80 years old. Kasi marami nagsasabi na matanda na si Joseph nung inanin si Mary. Hindi yung totoong marriage. Nagbuka yung lolo, lolo at saka apo. Yes. So, so um, actually, the verdict is still out for this. Pero hindi pala ganun. Isa yun sa natutunan ko. Hindi pala siya, hindi pa pala final na matanda siya. May chance na he was young. He was at the prime of his life. But the marriage of Joseph and Mary was genuine marriage. Totoo silang kinasal. Okay, totoo silang kinasal. I will discuss this even further later how uh, Joseph was truly married to the Virgin Mary. Okay? So let's talk about Joseph as a carpenter. Pero bago yon, I will check your questions and your comments. Kasi nag-down yung Facebook ko so wala siyang comments and questions. Okay? Shout out po. Comment lang po kayo if gusto yung magpa-shout out. <laughs> tag your friends. Tag your compadres. <laughs> Ayan. Sige. I will check our comment section. Comment section. Ayan. Ayan. Okay. Okay, I will check your comment section, friends. Ayan. Okay, topic household. Okay. Maraming nagtatag. Ayan, yan, yan, yan. Okay, thank you. Wala pa namang questions. Sige. Um, meron doon, ah, comments about sa Book of Eli. Good film. Fictional film, pero good film. <laughs> Sige, now let's talk about St. Joseph as a carpenter. Okay? Um, actually, friends, um, the Greek word for carpenter, the Greek passage that that described Joseph was not carpenter, but tecton. Okay? In the ancient world, tecton had a lot of meanings. Pwedeng hindi lang siyang karpintero. Pwede siyang tubero. Pwede siyang basun. Pwede siyang handyman. It's just that, yung translation kasi natin, from Greek to Latin, Latin to English. So, anong nangyari, naging ano natin na karpintero siya. Tapos ang rami na ng kwento, karpintero, karpintero. Pero actually, there, he could be a simple carpenter, but it could also mean that he's a master craftsman. Pwedeng nag-work siya with wood or masonry. And during that time, hindi ganun kalaganap ang kahoy sa Israel. More on bato. So, may possibility that St. Joseph was not just a carpenter but a handyman. Okay? He he worked in in uh, Israel, in Nazareth, in Galilee. He worked there as a craftsman, as a tecton, as an everyday man. And ito, in the 18 years of the light of Jesus, life of Jesus, we don't know how he lived. And so, as Jesus was growing up, Joseph could have 
worked with Jesus as his assistant. Dala-dala niya. Gawa tayo ng pintuan doon. Naglilik daw yung tubig doon. Hindi daw na umaayos yung CR doon. There's a possibility that St. Joseph did all of these things. That's his work. <laughs> uh, he was a he was a tecton, not just a carpenter, but a tecton. Okay. May mga tanong dito ngayon. <laughs> Love you too, Kuya Bimbo. Ito. Kuya, may nabasa akong 33 years old si Joseph nung pumunta siya sa temple at piliin pakasal- pakasalan si Mary. Book, The Life of Mary as Seen by the Mystics. Okay. Uh, and, ano, pwede siyang totoo, pero hindi natin madig- magiging definitive doon kung talagang totoo yun. Yun yung una. Pangalawa, hin- uh, yes, Mary was betrothed to Joseph. Mamaya, i-discuss ko sa inyo kung paano sila kinasal at paano yung, yung custom ng, pap- ng pagpapakasal nung time na yun. Okay? Sige. Dabs, totoo ba na Jesus lang ang tanging sinabi ni St. Joseph? Kasi paano nagpangalan daw si Jesus kundi sinabi ni St. Joseph? Jesus lang. Well, hindi. Marami siya sinabi for sure. Hindi naman siya pipe. <laughs> It's just that hindi siya na-record. Hindi na-record kung ano yung mga sinabi ni St. Joseph. For sure, marami siyang sinabi. For sure, marami siyang advice. For sure, tatay siya ni Kristo. Marami siyang sinabi ni Kristo. Nairita rin siya kay Jesus. Pero, pero, hindi lang na-record. Pero yes, um, kinailangan sabihin ni Joseph yung pangalan ni Jesus. Okay? So, sige, let's continue. So, Joseph was a laborer. Okay? That's why, that's why, in Nazareth, hindi matanggap ng mga tao si Jesus. They can't accept Jesus because they knew Jesus as the son of their carp, of the tecton, of the local tecton. Imagine nyo kung kilala nyo yung anak nung tubero ninyo dyan sa bahay ninyo, tapos biglang sabihin ng anak nung tubero ninyo sa bahay ninyo na anak siya ng Diyos <laughs> at gumagawa siya ng milagro at kung ano-ano yung kinukote niya from scriptures, you will think him crazy. Because, rightly so. Because they knew Joseph. Joseph was there. He was helping everyone. That was his work. They knew Mary and they knew Jesus intimately. During those times, during those times, The role of Joseph was really crucial. Why? Well, because Joseph needed to protect Mary and Jesus before the proper time. During that time, eto medyo magdi-dip tayo ng water into the 18 years. During that time, it was not yet the proper moment to for Jesus to reveal himself. No, it was far too dangerous. Hindi pa perfect yung time nung panahon na yun. So, Joseph was the one protecting the Messiah. Guarding the Messiah. Okay? So, during that time, they worked, Joseph worked as a tecton, a carpenter. Ngayon, let's talk about St. Joseph as the husband of Mary, the mother of God. Okay. In Jewish tradition, 
marriage is very interesting. There are three phases or three stages of marriage. The first phase is betrothal. Okay? Betrothed. Para tong engagement, pero mas serious yung betrothed. Bakit? Kasi betrothal is, kunyari, ano ko yung asawa ko ngayon, si Debbie, betrothal is, we will get married legally. We will make our vows, may ceremony, we will exchange our vows. After that, we are betrothed to one another. That's why it's much more serious than engagement. So, Mary and Joseph were betrothed. They were already legally married, but they they are not living in together. Ayan, para sa mga nagli-live in. Kita nyo ito, betrothed na nga, hindi pa magli-live in. <laughs> <laughs> diba? So, yung mga nagsasabi, live in, live in, live in. Si Mary, si Joseph, betrothed na, pero hindi pa live in. <laughs> hindi sila nagli-live in kasi hindi pa, hindi pa complete yung kasal. The next phase, the second phase is the preparation. Isang taon yung preparation sa kasal. Mahirap siya i-prepare kasi yung kasal, elaborate. Lahat gagawin from scratch. Yung wedding gown, gagawin from scratch. Yung damit na mga aten, gagawin. Yung pagkain, gagawin. Yung celebration, abutan ng pitong araw. At walang convenience stores nun. Walang wedding suppliers nun. Walang mga videographers nun na ready to help everyone. You need to do your own wedding. And so, it takes a whole year to for the family to prepare for a wedding because when it comes to the third Feast, the wedding feast, the groom goes to the wife, the house of the wife, the father, sabihin, dito sa, batas, dito sa bahay nila Debbie, pupunta ako sa bahay nila Debbie, kukunin ko yung hanya in marriage sa tatay niya, dala-dala ko mga kabayo, <laughs> saka kanbila, saka oil, tapos kukunin ko siya, dadaling ko siya sa bahay namin magse-celebrate tayo. Tapos doon mako-consummate yung marriage. Tapos yung wedding feast will last for seven days. That's how they were married back then. And so, walang live-in, walang sexual encounter prior to the wedding feast. Wala, bawal yun. So, G- Mary was already betrothed to Joseph. And Joseph knew Mary as a holy person a good wife, a good woman. And so, when Joseph knew that Mary was pregnant, okay, ibig sabihin, nabuntis si Mary bago sila magsama. Now, Joseph had two op- three options. Paano ko iisipin to? Nakipag-ano ba siya sa iba? Pero hindi niya yung kinonsider. Joseph was very learned of the law. And Joseph knew that there are two ways of approaching this. Pag nabuntis yung babae, bago sila ikasal, there are two ways of approaching this. Magkakaroon, first, you publicly accuse the woman of adultery. And if found guilty, she will be stoned to death. That's Jewish law. The second is to divorce her quietly. Tapos lang kasal. Wala nang kasal. So Joseph was planning to divorce Mary not because she was he was afraid of his reputation but he was trying to protect Mary. Wala na siya ang para sa kanya hindi ko maintindihan bakit ka nabuntis pero hin, um, 
kailangan kitang i-divorce kasi yun yung tamang gawin. Yun yung ano niya eh. What is the right thing to do? I need to divorce you. Quietly. Because his perspective was the merciful way of upholding the law. He was torn. Should I follow the law or should I be merciful? But he can. He can be merciful by following the law. So she dis- he decided to divorce her quietly. But, but, the, Mar- the angel told him, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. Kasi, nag- magkakaanak siya, you will name him Jesus, he is born of the Holy Spirit. And Joseph was relieved. Na, okay, <laughs> Diyos talaga pala to. And I will be naming him Jesus. Ibig sabihin, sinasabihan siya ng angel that you, the, na ito kasi, sa temple ceremony, sa circumcision ng baby, ipapangalanan mo yon ng tatay. Tatay yung nagpapangalan dun sa anak. Ipinangalanan ng isang lalaki ang isang bata on the circumcision ceremony, sinasabi ng lalaki na yon na ako ang ama niya. And that's what Joseph did. When he was called by God, he, God was telling him, kunin mo siya bilang anak mo. Tanggapin mo siya bilang anak mo. And Joseph did not hesitate. And Joseph did not hesitate. What Joseph even did, okay, what Joseph even did was to carry the Blessed Mother, to, to wed her, even without the wedding feast, without all the fancy things that was done during that time. He took Mary as his wife. And when they were instructed to fled for Egypt, he went away together with Mary and Jesus. Joseph was an ordinary man. Wala siyang powers. <laughs> Wala siyang extra skill set. And he even then doesn't know what to do. But what he knows is that he needs to protect his wife and his son. Did Mary and Joseph know that Jesus was the Son of God? There's a possibility that at first they didn't. At first, they could not understand it. But nevertheless, they took him in. He, they, and he raised them. He raised him. So, imagine nyo ah, Joseph na tahimik, okay naman, mabuting tao, walang ginawang masama. <laughs> and yet, he was given this huge responsibility. And he accepted it. Why? Because he loved God and he knows that this is what God wants him to do. Thanks for joining our Theology Tambayan. See you next time!